Hello, this is Aubin Palmer and welcome to Everyday Thriving Business Success for Women. Listen to this podcast if you're ready to step into your full power as a woman running a business and stop using the models you've seen the men use. I want to help you learn how to go with the flow, use your intuition, and not hustle to create the business you want and thrive. Let's go. Hello, it is Avin here with you again this week, and I am so excited to talk with you today, and even more so because I have a guest this week. But before we get started, how are you doing? It's been a crazy couple weeks. Everyone's been going back to school, and it's just been fun to get back into the flow of routine and excitement. And I've loved watching everyone say they have mixed feelings about it. They're excited to have a little bit more time, but they miss their kids, and that's totally okay to feel both. And I just love hearing that. And the guest I have today actually is a mom herself. She is amazing and she runs a coaching business as well. And she was a client that recently finished six months working with me on her business. And she is amazing. This is Annette Jones. Hi, Annette. Hey, Alvin. Thanks for having me today. Yes. Yeah, so glad. So I introduced that you're a mom and she has older kids, but she's been running a business and go ahead and introduce to everyone what you do and what you coach on. Oh, sure. I, so I'm a mom. I, my youngest is turning 14 on Sunday. He just started high school and my oldest is, uh, just turned 24 this summer. So we've got, you know, the whole spectrum and, um, it's been quite the adventure. And so in my business, I coach a lot of moms kind of in that phase of life of trying to, you know, navigate those big changes that come when your kids kind of, when they even just starting out, you know, as they get older and grow into teenagers and, you know, there's just big changes that happen. And so kind of that phase of life where you're just, you know, navigating relationships differently and, you know, they're making choices and you're trying to figure out how to best support them. And, um, you know, finding that balance of letting them kind of make their own decisions and, you know, what to guide them through. So it is a very, um, challenging, but also wonderful time of life. And so that's kind of the support, you know, that I like to give moms in, in that kind of transition phase for not only their relationships with their kids, but their relationships with themselves as well. And kind of, it's kind of a time also where you just kind of have a lot of reflection on yourself and your life and what you want that to look like, you know, in the next, you know, in that season, the next, um, you know, the next phase of your life. So. Yes. I love all that so much. And I worked with Annette and got to hear her messaging and what she was working on. What does she wanted to help people with? And I really wanted her to come on here today because a lot of the people in my audience are moms and a lot of are on different spectrum of where they are with motherhood. Some have young kids, some have older kids and something Annette is teaching that is so powerful helps with motherhood and business. And so I wanted to talk about it today with her because it's something that really applies to life. And that is learning to really live your life and not just make it look good on the outside, but to feel good in the inside and to enjoy who you are, what you're doing and feel that true confidence inside. And of course this shows up in motherhood. Of course this shows up in business. So Annette introduce kind of how you like to talk about this with your coaching. Well, a lot of, um, I think a lot of women kind of hit that, you know, you, you kind of go through your life. Um, there's a great quote by Donald Miller and I, I probably will butcher it a little bit, <laughs> but he just kind of says, you know, we go along with life um, and our story's kind of written for us. We kind of know there's a plan, right? We go through, we graduate high school and we move on to college or some kind of other training. We, we know, you know, we maybe want to get married and start a family and have kids and kind of those, you know, the first half of our life is kind of written out for us and we kind of know what to expect. And then um, 
I think especially like I'm, I'm a member of the church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And I work with a lot of women, you know, that, that are members. And I think especially that, you know, it's very, that's um, very prominent in, as we're growing is talking about being a mother and how that's so important. And, you know, that's our goal. And it's, of course, it's wonderful. Of course, I'm so grateful for that. Right. And, and being a mother has been so fulfilling and just, and for me, especially, I just kind of, um, that is what I always wanted to do. And so I think, you know, you kind of hit this um, time of life when you see that kind of start, not necessarily ending, but changing and big changes. And so I think, um, you know, a lot of my work, I, I became a coach um, a little over five years ago. And that was kind of when my, my oldest daughter left for college. And it was just kind of this um, realization like, oh, I'm not always going to be like, busy with kids and I'm going to be alone with myself. You know, my old, my youngest had gone to kindergarten and I just had days to myself. And it was just this interesting um, thing to be with myself and to be with my thoughts and to be, you know, to realize like, wow, I have probably some habits of thinking, some beliefs, some things that might need to shift and change a little bit if I'm going to thrive as I go through these changes, right. That I, um, I need to be able to, um, kind of address maybe some of even, especially I think limiting beliefs about myself. I know it's kind of a, <laughs> a cliche term, but it yeah. really is true. I think I had a lot of beliefs about, it kind of just felt like my my life was kind of ending almost when my kids were leaving. And um, I think now I look at it as, yes, that has been such a wonderful phase of my life. And also there's great things ahead. And so I what I like to do is just help women tap into kind of, I remember one of my clients just telling me, I don't even know who I am anymore. You know, I've just been raising kids for 20 something years and it's hard to even know, like, remember what did I like before and and what did I do? And so really helping women tap into that and, and also the confidence that they can create, you know, a, a beautiful, fulfilling, um, life in that new phase. And so it is a lot getting into the inner work, kind of our, our beliefs about, um, ourselves and what we're capable of. Um, our ability to create and that life isn't just happening to us that we get to create it. Right. And Mm -hmm. so that's a lot of, a lot of the work that I do. I love all of that. And it's, it's so fascinating to see because I'm here in young motherhood and I'm like, I have those same thoughts and it's so, (laughs) isn't it true that sometimes I'm like, I'm the only person having this thought Mm -hmm. and it's so empowering to realize these thoughts are so common. Everyone's having them and that, I love, I love shouting this from the rooftops. Like motherhood is amazing and is so important and fulfilling. And it is not my only identity at right. all. It yeah. is part of who I am mm-hmm. and it is part that I want. And there mm-hmm. are other things that I want too. And I love how you're helping women at that stage. And I love helping all women really just step into being who they are. Mm-hmm. And so that takes you forward to create. And I help a lot of people with business and you help women with creating whatever they want, which is so beautiful because you don't have to run a business. And sometimes I love to help women running a business. See, you don't have to run a business, mm-hmm. <laughs> which sounds funny from a business coach, right? Like this yeah. isn't the only <laughs> thing you could doing. Just find your passion, find what you want to do and run with that. And so if you feel called to do a business, if you're listening to this episode, probably you have that desire, but what Annette teaches applies here because it's really just saying what you feel like you want to do as a woman is there for a reason. It's part of who you are and don't deny it. Don't hold it back. Get to know it, run, like feel it and believe in it. So what exactly do you like to teach clients to help them find that and to, to embrace it and move forward with just this 
I know what I want to create. I know who I am and I want to feel it and do something with it. I think a lot of, a lot of the women that I've worked with um, are kind of in my same boat where they didn't have a career when their kids were young, right? They were kind of, they were stay-at-home moms. And, um, and so shifting into whether it's a career or whether it's just finding, you know, hobbies or skills or service to go do, it's, it, it really is a shift to, um, to just think about yourself, you know, (laughs) whether it's, you know, you have goals that you want to accomplish or, you know, anything like that. Um, I think as young mothers, and especially, you know, when you're devoting yourself and your, your, all of your energy and thoughts and all of that full-time to your kids, um, you just get out of practice of thinking, well, what do I want? What that's one of the questions that is the hardest to answer. I think for a lot of my clients is like, well, what do I want? And even for me, that was for a long time. I'm like, I don't know what I want. Somebody tell me, (laughs) what should I want? What do I want? And, um, really tapping into, um, not what should I want? Not what does somebody else want? You know, what, what is, are people telling me that I should want, you know, all of those things, like, it really helped me to tap into exactly what you said. What are my personal um, strengths, my personal interests, my personal talents and skills? Um, what do I enjoy doing? You know, what lights me up? And and that really is, you know, kind of what drew me to coaching and teaching and, you know, podcasting and all of that. I just, I love it. And I thought this is a great way for me to, um, you know, take what take the things that I love and use it not only to, you know, give me something to do, <laughs> you know, to, to devote that time and energy that I, you know, put into younger kids, but to, um, yeah, not only give me something to do, but also to go out and serve. There's a great book called Authentic Happiness by Martin Seligman. He's kind of the pioneer of positive psychology and I love it. And he just kind of talks about that, how with a, a class of college students that he had, he, um, you know, they, they did this kind of little experiment on, they were talking about how, you know, serving, we hear that all the time, right? Serving others really fills us. But he also, they did this experiment and he just said, you know, that the kids that went out and actually used their strengths and, um, you know, their interests and things, the more you can not only just go serve, but go serve with your natural talents and abilities and, um, you know, what inspires you and lights you up that brings even more fulfillment that brings even more, you know, genuine joy. And, um, so I think that's, you know, what I try to help women tap into is what really, you know, what's in there that lights you up. And it might be something that 20 years ago, it might be the same thing and you just have to retap into it, but also we change. Right. And so yeah. it might be something completely different, like back in, you know, 25 years ago, I didn't know coaching existed. It wasn't really, <laughs> you know, yeah. I have no idea that now. And so it's been so fun to kind of realize like, I'm a different person too. And, you know, how can I take these things that I've always loved and do something that I never even dreamed, you know, was possible or an option. Yeah. And I like love so much that you just shared there of people tell me all the time, I don't know. And I love calling them out when they say that to me. If someone said to you like, well, I don't know what I want. And I said, yes, you do. I'm Let's sure I go- said that to you many times. <laughs> <laughs> we all say it. And it's a kind of cover. We're like afraid to go in and listen yeah. But as a coach, I love helping. And I hear that's what you're doing too. I was just saying like, okay, let's drop the shoulds. Let's drop what society has always said you have to do or should want. 
And when, if you could do anything you want, what do you want to do? And I love that you pointed out, what are your talents? What are your interests? What could you do with those? It doesn't have to be in the form of a business, but it can to, to feel fulfilled because when we already have that natural inclination or desire or interest in something, it's so much easier to feel fulfilled and enjoy the service or work or whatever it is, because then it's not it's not as forced, it's more natural. Absolutely. So it sounds like what you're saying there is that if someone says, I don't know, you could just say, well, what do you like? What do you enjoy? Like, like, let's, let's look at this. You do know. And I love helping people. I've never had someone really not know. And so if anyone listening is like, I don't know, like (laughs) call yourself out right there because it's not true. You're, it's just a fear. It's just a way of covering up the truth. You're afraid to go in and listen. Mm -hmm. And I also loved what you were just saying about really just moving into it and enjoying it and not holding yourself back because life is yours to live. And it doesn't matter if you have a baby, you're going to have more kids, your kids are all in college, you don't have any kids at all, you create the life that you want. And so what have you found with clients as you help them really accept that responsibility and ownership, but also the goodness that brings with it too, of like creating the life they want? Yeah, I think that I see a lot, and I know I've done this too, a lot of moms putting their, um, you know, we call it in coaching emotional adulthood, right? We, we hand our emotions over to our kids, our families, other people, whoever. And I think that can happen a lot. You know, as moms, we base a lot of how we feel about ourselves, our success, you know, what we, um, our confidence even on, you know, what the decisions our kids are making or how the day went or how, you know, whether they Mm -hmm. had a meltdown or whatever, you know, um, a lot of those things, it, you know, it's hard to, Um, I think taking ownership for that, right? Like you're saying, taking responsibility, like I'm the creator of my life's experience and, um, you know, learning, I think, I think taking responsibility for that and knowing, um, you know, I'm not responsible. Obviously we influence each other, right? That's a given. But um, I kind of had a talk with my teenager last night about this, that, you know, um, his emotions might affect me, but in the end, I'm responsible for how I think about, you know, an interaction that happened or things that he said and the same vice versa. And so I think just really, you know, motherhood can come with a lot of feeling responsible for everybody else. Right. And thinking that we're in charge of everybody else's feelings. And, and then that is a reflection of us too. And so that is a, I think a huge thing for stepping into that, um, being able to create and, you know, take ownership of your life. I think that's, it's really important to, first of all, take ownership for um, little things like your little reactions to things. And, you know, it, it starts very small, taking ownership for your thoughts and, and your feelings and your behaviors and all of those things. Um, when we can start on kind of a micro level and just recognize, I feel like that's how it kind of started for me when I started learning about coaching and listening to podcasts and things, I started realizing like, there's so much in my life that I'm not taking responsibility for that I'm delegating to other people, right? And and then it has just built on itself, you know, of like I learned to do it in these little areas and then it gets a little bigger and I can expand it to bigger things. And then all of a sudden it becomes like, wow, I really can create my day. I really can create an experience for myself, right? No matter what the circumstances are around me. And and so I think that's just a really powerful thing because I think, you know, as as mothers, as we start to kind of 
maybe turn inwards and tap into our, you know, our goals and our dreams and our desires, there can also come some guilt and some shame with that, right? Of like, kind of, I shouldn't be doing this. I should be, you know, it should look like this. I should be putting all my time and energy into my kids. And I remember a coach telling me one time, like, I don't think your kids want your like hundred percent time and energy. Right? Like they don't even want you to be like over, you know, hovering over them all the time. And I, that just hit me. I'm like, yeah, that's true. Like, and I, I even asked my daughter, she's home um, for a few days this week. And um, I just, you know, we were talking about, it and I said, what do you think about me having a business? Like, do you think it's a good thing? Do you feel like it takes away from you? And she's like, oh, mom, I love, I love watching you have a business. She's like, I think parents should have things that their, their kids can watch them, you know, pursue and, and go after. She's like, I feel like I've benefited a lot from your coaching and, and wow, even just watching yeah. you like pursue that dream, right? It gives her like permission to, the, to do that for herself as well. Yes. And so that just really, that means a lot to me when I hear things like that. And I, I know that my kids feel that way. I know they're kind of like, good mom's busy. You know, she's not gonna <laughs> also something I think that we kind of talked about. I think in one of our sessions, I remember, I just remember being really weighed down, you know, as your kids get older, their decisions and the repercussions of those things, you know, get a lot bigger and heavier. And I just remember there were a few weeks when I was just so weighed down with um, a struggle that one of my kids was having. And and I kind of just put my business to the side and I'm like, I can't deal with this right now. And it just, this, this challenge just consumed me. It was all I could think about. I couldn't, you know, it was just, it was, it was rough. And I think I kind of came to the realization one day um, that first of all, this child didn't need me to be thinking about and researching and you know trying to solve this problem 24 seven that he's, you know, he's an adult. He can, you know, kind of work working through and figure it out. And of course I'm there to support and love him. But um, I think it was just kind of this epiphany that, um, you know, I've heard it said that if we don't, if we don't give ourselves goals, if we don't give ourselves things to do, we're just going to find problems to solve elsewhere. And as our kids get older, that's not our job to go and solve all their problems. Right. And so I think sometimes for me, it's been helpful to have kind of an outlet and something else to kind of nurture, right? We talk about businesses sometimes as a baby, our baby, right? Yeah. <laughs> to kind of go give nurturing to that and and to put time and effort into that. And not that, you know, again, not neglecting our kids, of course, but it is just, it's nice to be able to give yourself permission to not be 100% um, enmeshed in all of that. Because again, I think it's probably not healthy for us. It's not healthy for our, our kids. They're, you know, they're supposed to be figuring things out and navigating things. And so that was a really big aha that, um, you know, a lot of the guilt that I was feeling about, um, you know, wanting, wanting to put time into business, wanting that time for myself. Um, it really actually in the end is healthy for all of us because then I'm not overly in their business. And, you know, it's, it's kind of like your toddlers when they find, you know, they have something they're busy with and you're like, Oh, good. <laughs> And I almost felt that with my older kids. It's like, oh, good. You know, mom, like I can go live my life and mom, I'm not going to, I'm not going to devastate mom because she has, you know, things to do. And I think it, it, it only has strengthened our relationships because it's made yes. that we have together even more. Um, we enjoy them more because, you know, they're not. Yeah. Anyway. So, yeah, I love way. everything you just said. And it's, it's true always that your kids don't need you 24 seven. And sometimes I have to convince myself that with my 18 month old, cause it feels like she needs me right. <laughs> literally 24 seven, but yeah. it's good. Cause she takes naps and I do get a nanny sometimes and releasing that 
feeling of like, I have to be a hundred percent in her attention all the time was hurting our relationship. And that doesn't mean you have to go get a nanny. It just means like you figure out how to have that balance of feeling like I have some me time so that I can be present with my kids because I've never met a mom that literally gave all of her energy to her kids that doesn't burn out, that Mm -hmm. feels like I don't have a life. And then there's some even built some resentment in that relationship, even though she loves her kids so much, she's giving 24 seven to them. And so isn't it fascinating that when we give some attention to ourselves, have an interest, have a business, have a hobby, Mm-hmm. work out, take care of ourselves, get enough sleep, like little things can yeah. make all the difference in your life because you are owning your time, your what you want. And then you go and have the relationships you want. You have the business you want. You just get to create it and really own it. And notice that I'm not setting any standards of you need to have a nanny to do that, or you need to work these many hours and you can't work more than that. It's so different for everybody and your family situation, your personal desires, your life is yours to create. And I love helping women to find that for themselves and to believe this is my life. Aubin's not going to tell me how to do it. She's just a coach right. guiding me. No one's going to tell you, but you get to go inward and find that inspiration and intuition within you to design your life and own it. I also loved what you were talking about with emotions there and that you're not responsible for anyone else's emotions. And that's powerful in motherhood and business, of course, it's just life, right? Yeah. And I really love people seeing this because sometimes it's more apparent in relationships of family with motherhood of like, we think we're responsible for our kids' emotions. But even like realizing that with your business and your clients and everything, like you are responsible for you. And when you focus on how you're feeling, how you're responding to things, that's Mm -hmm. when you get the power back. And that's why I'm always talking about business is the secret to learning how to live life because you have to face these things of like, oh yeah, I have to look at my emotions and not worry about everyone else's and not worry about what everyone else is thinking about me, worry about what I'm thinking about myself. And using this for your business will help you with your relationships. Using this with your relationships will help you with your business. It just goes both ways. And these are just truths of life that we can use to grow as people, as women, and to feel that power. I just feel so much more control of my life by letting go of control of what is going on around me and just focusing on how am I thinking today? How am I feeling today? What am I going to do? What energy am I in? It's so simple and yet so profound in creating the life you want. Yeah, I agree. And I think that um, business has taught me things that I could not have learned in any other way that that I needed to learn. And I had no idea I yeah. needed to learn. It just was like, oh, that sounds like a good idea. And it has been five years of just self-discovery. And, you know, just it's been so interesting. And I thought, wow, I think I needed this as much as, you know, my clients have needed me to, and so right. it's just been a really cool process to kind of look back and just see how far I've come and how much I've learned and in ways that I didn't even know were, you know, possible or even, you know, needed necessary for me. Yeah. Well, this is great. Cause I wanted to ask, how have you seen what you teach your clients that aren't necessarily in business, but really seen it apply in your business? Well, I think a lot of the, um, what you talked about before, just kind of that identity, um, of being a mother, right? Like, um, I think, I think it's true. Like in our lives, we have, um, you know, it's, 
a lot of things that we make that that are our roles kind of it's our role like we have different roles in life but when those things become our identity it almost can sabotage us a little bit and i think that's one of the things that i've learned most about business is when i started out as a coach i mean i heard a lot about identity and like that kind of thing um that that was important to take on the coach identity which it is but also it i almost made it like that had to be my whole identity. And I think you just made a post about this actually, but it was just about like, if if you're doing your business from a place of like, this is my identity, this is where my value comes from, right? This is like, what's gonna make me, make people like me or think I'm successful or think I'm capable or worthwhile or anything. Like if it's anything except just purely wanting to, you know, do good in the world or, you know, make money, like anything like that. Like if it's, if it's value-based, if we're looking for, you know, it to fulfill that within us, um, we're going to run into trouble. And so I think that that kind of goes along, you know, anything with motherhood, it, it is an identity in a way, but it's also a role. And I think for me a long time, it, for a long time, it was my identity. And so when I, my kids started, I saw my kids start leaving and I realized like, oh my goodness, this is really going to happen. Like one day I'm really going to be, <laughs> an empty nester or whatever. And that just shook me because that identity, it felt like was just being taken away from me. Mm -hmm. And I just thought, who thought of this? You know, do you have kids and then they leave you? Like, that's the worst idea. (laughs) (laughs) Whose idea was this? And so now I've kind of shifted the way I think about it. And of course, I'm going to be a mother to my children forever. Right. But that does change. And when it's not my sole identity of, um, this is my life. This is what I'm consumed with, which that's what it feels like when they're young. Right. But again, they go off and live their own lives. And we are not as big of a part of that as far as the nitty gritty little, you know, like I still talk to my kids on the phone a lot and and we go do fun things and all of that. It's just a little different than I'm not 24 seven, you know, putting all the time and energy and all that into it. And so um, I think it's just good to be able to make that shift of there's other things valuable about me, right? There's other ways that I can serve and give and love and other people need me, not just my kids. Like there's great ways, you know, even church callings have been a big thing for me and, you know, things like that. It's just so nice to, and I love some of my clients. Actually, I've helped, you know, some women in their careers, like even change gears when their kids are leaving home, when they've, they've had careers and they've, you know, and even then it's like, okay, well, you know, shifting how they think about themselves and what they believe is possible for them in their careers. You know, like I, I um, coached a college professor once and she was just kind of at this level and she just saw herself as kind of um, older and not really able to move up, you know, to another level. She's just like, I'm just, I'm kind of plateaued here, right? There's not really anywhere for me to go. And it was interesting to work with her just on her own self-confidence and self-concept that like, there's so much more for you. It's it's really what you're creating, right? And what you're believing about yourself. And again, those limiting beliefs were keeping her just at a certain level when she just couldn't see that there was, you know, more possible for her if that's what she wanted. And so I think like it it stands everything. You're right. It's like, it's business, it's motherhood, it's, um, you know, a career, it's, it can church callings, goals, um, just any, even little hobbies or interests or things that we want to put ourselves into. There's always going to be those limiting beliefs making us think that there's just a certain level that we can attain. And it just is amazing when you realize the sky really is the limit and you don't have to want, you know, to like (laughs) be a millionaire or go do these great things, you know, and, and, or, you know, be an influencer with a hundred thousand followers or whatever, you know, it's not, 
that doesn't have to be your goal. Like you can, I've, I realized with my business, I think that was another thing that came to my mind was how much when I first started out, I just was constantly looking around, like you said, of like, what should this look like? And how should I do this? And really tapping into what do I want? What do I want my business to look like? How do I want to serve? And I've realized over the past, you know, year or so that I don't want my business to look like a lot of the other ones I see and not that there's anything wrong with them. But for me personally, like you said, you have to know yourself and what you really want and what you really want that to look like. And that has been so powerful when I could remove kind of that roadblock of like, oh, and really understand I can make this look however I want. That was huge. And then I, then I started feeling more excited about it and more inspired. And it kind of just took away that, like, it was like, I had, you know, this kind of like, again, like the limiting belief, right. The, what do you call it? The, the upper, upper limit problem. <laughs> yeah. That's what it was, I think. And that and just, I like love that what you're off. saying here. And with what you mentioned to me earlier of like, you took kind of a break from Instagram this summer. Cause you yeah. wanted to spend time with your kids that were home from college. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you did that because that's what felt right to you. Right. And so it worked and your business is still working It everything yeah. will be fine because you did that from this inner space of this is what I want instead of, oh my gosh, so-and-so says you should take breaks on the summer or so-and-so never right. take a break. Like <laughs> right. you are the CEO. You yeah. decided this is how I want my business to look, which is like most of the point of running your own business, right? Yeah. Having that freedom of saying like, I actually don't want to post on Instagram in the summer. Great. Don't yeah. do it. But you're going to, because you're doing this from this energy of this is what I want, it's going to work for you. Because if you're doing it with guilt and shame and like, I should be posting, but I'm not going to do it because I want to be with my family, but I don't know. That's going to cloud you. And you're not going to talk to anyone about your business. Things are going to shut down. You're not going to be in the energy to make it work in other ways because you're feeling so guilty and shame for not posting on Instagram. But when you do it from this energy of like, I'm the boss, I'm deciding how to run this business, it's going to work. And people come to me sometimes, they're like, can I have permission to not post? (laughs) No, I will never give you permission as the coach. You are the boss of your business. You decide what you're going to do. Yeah. And I think that's so important because we're not just the boss of our business. That's a great identity or idea to think about of being the boss of your business, but you're the boss of your life. Yeah. is really what it is. And I think with what I teach and what you teach, it's coming together so clearly that we're in charge of our lives. So we get to create what we want. And that's true for everybody. And this, this power we all have is just so amazing. And I just feel like I'd heard about it my whole life, but yet it just didn't click. And when I learned about coaching too, and I feel like that's kind of what you've shared, it just I understood it so much clearer and I just felt like I could really do anything I wanted. And it's almost intimidating at first, like, yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I could do anything. Like, what do I even want? But really stepping into learning to listen and say, this is what I want. I don't have to just to do what everyone says to do. I'm going to figure out what I want to do and create it and have yeah. fun and grow as a person and have good days and bad days, but enjoy my life overall because I'm creating it and I get to have all the parts that I want in it. Yeah. I love that. That's so good. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming today. Annette, is there anything else you want to share as we wrap up that just really resonates with what we've said? Oh, well, I just think that, you know, it's just so important. I think as women, you know, there's been a lot of talk about this, about the summer (laughs) of them being able to 
um, you know, just really, um, I think really just believe in ourselves, right? Like, and know that, um, that our desires are good. You know, what we want is, is really good for ourselves, for our families, um, and even for the world, right? For those around us, our communities. I think that really um, believing that we have good things to offer and not feeling guilty about tapping into those things, you know, not feeling yeah. guilty about taking time for ourselves. Um, and, you know, we had an interesting discussion and in, I taught a lesson in church on Sunday and all about self-care. And it was interesting to hear, you know, that there's the the definition of self-care is kind of changing yeah. <laughs> and it can include, you know, the things like massages and pedicures and all that. Right. Um, but at the same time, again, going back to the inner work, right. That inner work of self-care, it, that's what changes you. You know, that's when you can get to the root of, um, you know, things that may be holding you back and the root of your true desires and really how to, how to make those work for you in your, in your life, in your own, just in your relationship with yourself and your relationship with your family, you know, your friends, um, just everyone around you. It really does doing that inner work, um, really is the key, you know, to creating, creating what you want in your life. Yeah. Oh, so well said. I love everything there. And it's just, it's so empowering. And I, I, I often say this at consult calls of like getting a business coach with me is so awesome because you can count it as a business expense, a tax right off, but you're really <laughs> investing in you. It's true. <laughs> so it's self-care yeah. because you are the heart of your business. Right. And so I just love what you just said about the self-care and taking care of yourself and making it like you can create what you want and having that help is awesome. Yeah. And so I love everything we've talked about today. How can people follow you or get to contact you if they're interested in learning more with what you teach, Annette? Oh, well, you can find me on Instagram at Annette Jones Coaching. And I have a website that is AnnetteJonesLifeCoaching.com. You can find info there. I have a podcast. It's called Motherhood Elevated right now, but it's kind of going through tra some transitions. So <laughs> A few weeks from now, awesome, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's, um, it's exciting. And it is fun. I think that's one thing I love about business is just being able to grow with it, right? And, and switch gears. And, you know, when you get new ideas, try new things. And it's just, it's, it's, it's just such a, such a fun thing and um, great opportunity, right? To just use what you love to, I don't know, do something in the world. <laughs> Yeah, that's so beautiful. Yes, yeah, so go follow Annette. She has great stuff. And even though she took a break from Instagram this summer, she's coming back because I'm her coach. I'm going to make sure she does. <laughs> yes. I will I'm that. not the boss. She's the CEO. But <laughs> right. She'll come back. But yeah, follow her there. She has great stuff. And I'm so glad that I got to know her, work with her, and that she could come here and talk with us today. And everyone, I will see you next week. Thank you so much for listening today. And if this episode has helped you at all, all I ask is that you share it with somebody or leave a review. Doing these little things can change people's lives and it makes a big impact on how many people are able to hear what I am teaching and help us all thrive as women in business. All right, I will see you next week.